This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Some technical difficulties, but we are we're going now. We are we set. We're rolling. Um, so we've got another one another for this week. I know. Funny, we're running out. We probably only have one or two weeks. Yeah, because a lot of them do overlap, so we don't want to, like, be redundant and keep doing the same thing with just different verses, so. I think we should, at one point, just use the same podcast again and see if anybody notices. Do you think somebody would notice? No. I don't think so. And we get a week off. Yeah, let's save it for when we really need it. Sometime when you're sick again. Or camp next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a rerun. Um, you, we'll now, they're gonna, now they're going to know. know. If not, you're sick. Guys, we're not actually going to do it. We actually okay. love doing our podcast. But um, but we are running out of one another's. So we're going to have to uh, come up with a new theme to start doing. So if anyone has suggestions for, you know, I like series of things. I like Siri too. She's pretty helpful. Can be. Sometimes she thinks that you need her when you don't need her. She's like... What can I do for you? Nothing. Literally nothing. But, I mean, maybe we should ask her what our next topic should be. <laughs> the other day, Lincoln had a Google, and he, he, it was the one and only time he's ever gotten it to actually respond when he said, hey, Google. And he looked so excited at me, and he babbled something off to Google. And Google's like, well, I'm so sorry about that. I'll do better next time. And I was like, Lincoln, what did you tell Google? <laughs> Google apologizing. I don't even know what happened. I was right there. It was funny, though. It was funny. Well, our one another for this week is um, to comfort one another. So, Addie is going to read 1 Thessalonians 4, starting in verse 13 through verse 18. Okay. Which, you know, we could go on and read even more, but we're not going to. We sure could. Uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, as even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Okay, so it's another part where definitely the context just clarifies everything that we might be thinking of because because it's comfort one another with these words yeah as because opposed to we can be comforting with a lot of other words and really I think you see that in the world that when you go through hard times or in this case when you lose those people that you love um, and and people that you love die I mean it's just part of um, it is part of this life here on this earth that people are going to die yes. Ecclesiastes talks about that. That's right. Happens to everybody. I was going to bring that up, but I'm glad you did. Beat you to it. But it's just part of what we're going to experience here. And people in the world try to comfort um, others with all kinds of different things. None of them are actually true. Yes. And so we are told how we should comfort one another. And that is with the fact that those who are um, obedient to God... We'll go to heaven. Yeah, we'll see him, you know, see him again. 
Not and everybody has again, that kind of comfort. Not that we've seen Christ, but they will see him when he comes again. Oh, That's no, what I, I should say. I thought you meant that we will see the people who died again. Oh, we will see them. I said see him again. I said those who obey oh, Christ will see them. him again, which is not what I meant. We will see him for the first time when he comes again. Understand. Yes. Wanted to clarify. I mean, I understood it from the beginning, too, because I heard you wrong. <laughs> Um, anyways, I like it when we read these things and there's, like, context. Not context to it, because there's context with every bit of it. But I love it when we can tie it all together and we're like, again, you can always, always do that. I don't know what I'm trying to get across. Do you know what I mean? When it's just so clear from... Yes. Yes. And we can be like, yeah, well, like, we can comfort each other in this way. Like, we don't really have to come up with examples for, like, oh, wait, look. If you look at these examples from scripture, you can see where they did this. Right. Like it it's, literally just says. It literally just. Is yeah. Like, hey, if you're upset about people who have passed on already, don't worry because we can comfort each other with these words because we they're know. They're going to heaven. You're going to heaven. We're all going to heaven. Yes. It's going to be so great. Anyone who obeys God here on this earth will meet Christ when he comes again. Which is a comforting thought. It is. It's what gives us that hope. Um, it's yeah it's part of being a christian that makes you i don't want to say better than the world because that sounds really bad but like it gives you hope it gives you something that the world does not have maybe that's a better way of saying it because Mm -hmm. like it makes me think of look at me i'm just gonna go pull out an example anyways it's like when david and david had a baby with bathsheba right and that baby was really sick and it ended up dying and then, like, that whole time that the baby was sick, David did not eat, he did not sleep, he was miserable, and then the second that he, the baby died, he got up, he changed his clothes, he slept, he bathed, he ate, like, and they were like, David, why were you not doing that when the baby was alive? Like, now he's dead, now it's time to be sad. And he was like, well, I, I cannot do anything anymore. Like, he's going to heaven, and I'm going to work as hard as I can to go to heaven to meet that baby. Yeah, like I can't bring him back to me, but I will now go to him. Right, exactly. And that gives us, yeah, that gives us hope. And in 1 Corinthians we read too, um, 1 Corinthians 15, verses 55 and 56, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. And then uh, 57, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So just that idea that like if we um, if we die but we are faithful to God, right? That takes away the sin because we have contact with the blood of Christ, and then that takes away the sting of death. So if we can just live righteously, then death is just it's a new beginning. Which it's hard for us to see that here on this earth because we are sad for the right. loss of the time that we had with that person. And I actually wanted to bring that up because like it's if you are sad that somebody has died, even if you know that they're going to heaven, that does not make mean that you don't have enough faith or you don't have enough Oh, hope. right. And we talked about that last night, actually. It's like, just because you have emotion in a situation does not mean that you have failed the situation. You know, like, just because you're upset about times being hard does not mean that you don't have enough faith. Like you just life is hard sometimes life is hard and you're just gonna have emotions sometimes and that does not make you a failure and that does not make you a bad christian it just means that things are hard 
you still have to handle things the right way. It doesn't give you an excuse to sin. But it... But it's understandable. But it's hard. And God made us with those emotions, and he expects us to feel them. Jesus had those emotions when Lazarus died. Absolutely. He wept, and he wept not... I mean, he knew he was going to bring Lazarus back from the dead. Right. But he saw the pain on Mary and Martha's, you know, faces, and he, he hurt because they hurt. And so, and that's part of compassion too, like compassion and comfort one another. Cause we don't want to just say, you know, like if someone loses someone that they love, like, why are you crying? Don't like, be it's fine. sad. It's not no. that big of a deal. Right. That's not helpful. It says comfort. Yeah. So that, but part of that is the comfort of like, I understand that you're hurting yeah. and that you're missing them. But the comfort comes in the idea that God is faithful to keep his promises and which is true. And he has promised us something better, and so something to look forward to. And so we can comfort one another with those words. So, I mean, it's fairly straightforward because it's such good context in those verses. Um, But I think it's something that's hard for us to do, only because, like you said, like, we don't like to feel bad. We don't like to feel hurt or sorrow or any of these things, and we feel like, as a Christian, we should be above that or whatever, but that's not the case. Nobody is. And I think, and so part of our conversation if, last night, see, this is why we always just need to be recording our conversations because we have such um, good ones. Well, we can delete parts, but, um, but as we were talking about it, like if you read through the Psalms, like it shows every bit of the emotions um, that we could be experiencing from different events in our life. Like, We can see through the Psalms times of anger and sorrow and happiness and comfort and like peace. All of these emotions are written about by, you know, the Psalms, like by David and by the other writers of the Psalms. Like we're supposed to feel all of these different things. So the key is then to feel these emotions and to still take correct actions with him right which is like yeah yeah. not to have an excuse to do something but to use the emotions to you know do good do good and sometimes the best thing to do to comfort one another is just to sit there with one another like just be there in that moment listen to what they need to say um or just sit there in silence so you know go back to job and his friends they did a great job when they first came to him and then they started talking, so they should have done... Moral of that story was keep your mouth shut. Yeah, they really would have done better if they had just sat there, been there with him through his struggles. Um, so, but yeah, we can use these words then to comfort ourselves and to comfort one another. So, that's it for this week. It's pretty straightforward. Do we, uh, do we say thank you? Thank, thank you. you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.